Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Come on, man. And with the local DBC news, <laughs> Wait, wait. Who's going third? <laughs> We we know your form of effort. Pineapple. Smitten with the kitten. Sperm confetti on my carpet. That was beautiful, Aaron. <laughs> Wonderful. Hey, and welcome back to the Brother of the Batman podcast. I am Aaron. I'm the oldest son of us. I produce this mix. Thanks for tuning back in. Um, Jake, I'm the middle brother. I'm the one that came up with the crazy list of comics that we read through each week. I'm Benjamin, the baby brother, your sunshine into Gotham, and everyone's reason for listening. Thank you for coming back to the Brotherhood of Batman, a podcast where three brothers get together to talk about Batman. We are finishing up. No, no, almost finishing up. Night's end today. So I'm going last because I made a beverage, but I think we all made beverages, correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Beverages. So I'm going to go ahead first because mine's complicated. So oh. in honor of night's end ending almost next week, it's like a little <laughs> rap rapadoo. Rapper upper. Um, I made a beverage that I'm calling It's All Coming Back to Me um, <laughs> in honor of a certain returning character. And I also, so what I wanted to do for that was something that is nostalgic to me and makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside. So I did a tequila sunrise, oh. which was my pre-COVID. Exactly. It was my pre-COVID beverage. Um, so I got a little emotional because I haven't had many, if any, during huh. the pandemic. What, what's so in that, Ben? It, <laughs> uh, tequila. And, and what juice, else, and Oh, orange juice. Granite, granite, grenadine. I drank yeah. orange juice, Aaron. I just don't drink it with vodka. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. It also works because Sun is a part of this book that we read today. What did we read? We read a bunch of random issues and stuff that Jake made us read. But uh, what did you yeah. guys make to drink? <laughs> it's not random. But my drink is very similar. Uh, it's actually called a Skinny Sunrise. Uh, a nod to the finale of these issues and, and, and how one character <laughs> meets his exit to the story. Um, so it's, it's his Skinny Sunrise. But it's it's very much uh, like a tequila sunrise, but it's made with rum and it has a strawberry sweet or um, strawberry simple syrup. Um, it's very tasty. Nice. Yeah, nice. I saw the recipe you sent, Jake, and I it was funny when I was looking at it. It was like from this Iowa girl book, and it had like her whole life story for like twelve pages oh, God. Uh, before you <laughs> even get to the recipe. It was super so annoying. Get to the recipe button. You can just skip to it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I was thinking back to uh, making the Bruce Wayne or the Batman drink, which was uh, 
I think it was black cold coffee and bourbon that you had made. And then I decided that was gross, so I didn't make that. <laughs> so this is a, I, I have some vanilla, vanilla vodka and some root beer, which I've made before. And that just kind of venue and joke didn't least sense to like a simpler times or give me that warm feeling. And so we're getting mm-hmm. back to uh, some some better some better times, maybe. So Thank that, God. <laughs> so yeah well uh before we dive into all the specifics that were the inspiration for these drinks what uh what's been going on in your geeky little worlds guys stop talking about comic books or what do you think you're doing you. nerd stop spending get those words I'm the Batman of Geeks, bitch. Well, I, I did um, catch up on WandaVision. Um, nice. So I watched the first five, and uh, I like it more than I thought I was going to. Um, I'm not 100% blown away, but it definitely was better than I had anticipated. And I mentioned that, I think, a few weeks ago. Well, thank you for finally listening, Aaron, and I'm sorry that I blew up your phone as soon as you mentioned that you uh, watched <laughs> it, and um, Jake was very smart to let you go first, so he, you got a blunt of it. Right, yes. Without spoilers, do you see why I'm excited anyways? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it's good, It's good, and I'm excited to see what they do, because it's definitely a different take on things while still tying it to some of the, the known universes, but I think it's very heavily based on some of the Marvel comics, which I haven't yeah. read as much. So I'm, I'd be curious to see or hear from people that have read Marvel, uh, spe- specifically some of those characters in there and what they think of how that ties together. Well, when I finally get around to watching it, I'll tell you all about it. So, Oh, okay. <laughs> I already so, told them the important stuff to me. So, <laughs> yeah. so <laughs> well, I also uh, have started and it's not ready, but I'm going to, I'll let you know when it is ready. But I started on Spotify putting together a Brotherhood of Batman playlist, which is going to feature all the songs that I use in their entirety for the intros. And I thought oh, that might be a fun oh. Fun playlist, completely, totally random, but uh, I'm going to put together as many songs from our intros over the five seasons as I can, and I will tweet that out when that's ready to go. Nice. That's hilarious. Um, the intro today, Aaron, I enjoyed it. Was that Vanilla Ice, or am I just clueless? That was LL Cool J with Mama was it really? Knock You Out, yes. <laughs> it like Vanilla Ice. But don't call it a comeback. Oh, God. <laughs> I will not. I will not. All right. I, I, I once again was trying to play the what song is Aaron going to pick, and <laughs> I'm never right, but it, that was uh, that was a good choice. I, I thought it might be the I, I saw the sun and I saw the sun. And yeah, I, I thought about. It. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, now that is stuck in my head. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> like I, once I thought of it, I couldn't get it out. Um, <laughs> Let's see, haven't had a very geeky week, um, but we have been, um, my wife has been Marie Kondoing our house, um, going through and helping declutter and uh, get rid of a lot of the unnecessary bulk of crap that we have, nice. um, and part of that ended up being, we 
did a culling of our board games and our card games and took oh. a bunch, took a bunch of those to go sell at the resale shop and oh yeah um, went and uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> trying to declutter and go to the resale shop and then immediately turned around and spent all the credit on comic books so. Um, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that place is dangerous it is very dangerous um you know i it's been a long time since we've been able to go to uh conventions or shows and i do a huge bulk of my buying at those places um i like to support the the stores and the shops that come and show up and the resellers and haven't been able to do that, and so, but I have this this comic book budget money burning a hole in it in my pocket, and so buying a bunch of seven eight dollar trades uh, was you know it was very easy for me to do. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Ben, have you been up to the uh, half price books? Um, I don't think so. Where is that? It's by Jilly's is... Cupcake Bar on Delmar and seventy. Oh. oh, half price. Okay, maybe. I don't know. I will have to check that out. Yeah, they have a pretty I, um, huge wall of comic like trades and like yeah, they, they've got everything. It's like a one side of an entire aisle. Uh, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty dangerous. And I mean, it's definitely right. a chain. Like I wish that my money was right. going into the comics. I mean, I still spend a lot of comic stores, but <laughs> um, right, that's not something you have to worry about. I did go to a local comic shop not terribly long ago and got caught up on the Runaways series. Um, it's a, a series by Marvel that I had liked oh. back in the day and kind of gotten out of it. But I found out recently, Aaron, I've been telling your wife to read a bunch of uh, young adult novels by Rainbow right. Rowell, my new favorite author. Well, she is the current writer for the Runaways series. Oh. Um, so it's characters that I already love by my new favorite author. And I've nice. got to say, let's see. So it's Rainbow Row, and the artist is Chris Anka, who I don't know other than this. But I under- is that like R-A-O-U or L or something? R-O-W-E-L-L. Okay. Um, it's the only com- She's written like one other random graphic novel, but this is the only like Marvel or DC like big name gotcha. comic she's written and the uh, her partnership with Chris Anka is some of my favorite, like unceremoniously, hmm. unironically, some of my favorite writer artist teamwork on nice. a book. Like it's superheroes, but it's the stuff I care about, which is the like relationship dynamics and the family building and all this. And uh-huh. they're like the subtleties in the facial expressions and yeah. the way that they she tells the stories. One of the trades actually has like a, a section of script in the back of it, which I really enjoyed um, hmm. just because I love her so much. So it's cool to see the process. Nice. So that's what I've been that's up pretty to. cool. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, so for this episode, we read, go ahead and list off the issue. Catwoman 12, Catwoman 12, mm-hmm. Batman mm-hmm. 510. Shadow of the mm-hmm. Bat 30, Detective Comics mm-hmm. 677, and Legends mm-hmm. of the Bat 63. You got them all! <laughs> so, <laughs> this is this I win, I win. the end of our season, um, but Jake has something planned for us next week, which is fine, but this is the dramatic, exciting conclusion to the Night's End, Night's Quest, Night's whatever 
fall fall saga <laughs> this epic night saga i'm like ben, I, I, start? I get it because it's been so damn long but that's <laughs> basically okay. all of the quarantine right like i've been in this house as long as i've been reading these damn books <laughs> so anyways we finally have the con bruce wayne is has donned the bad outfit as we learned in the last episode he's ready to take on john paul valley He's got Nightwing and Robin by his side. Finally, he has Catwoman involved. She's helping out. It's it just ties everything up, and uh, we find out what happens to John Paul Valley. So, what did you guys think of the box? Oh well, there are uh, there's a few parts that I want to talk about. One's like right at the very end, and it's hilarious, and it makes me like question the entirety of this entire series. Um, <laughs> And what is that? It, it makes me question Bruce's insanity once again. Um, I'm assuming if you're listening oh. to people, then you followed along and done all this. Bruce does not care about anything John Paul Valley did. He's not convinced that he's a lunatic. <laughs> he doesn't believe that he's flipped his shit. He doesn't think that he's gone off the deep end until, 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 dear listeners, he destroys a portrait of thomas wayne and that is the moment that bruce is like all right you crossed the line you tore up daddy's photo now you're done and now up. you're done because that is not okay and i didn't believe you were crazy until you smashed my daddy's picture uh, Aaron, so. you're correct i read it as he didn't want to believe it like he I, I took it as Bruce being like, you did all this bad stuff and I let you get away. Or like, I was willing to forgive you. I'm willing to move on. Like, we can fix you. But now you've gone too far. Now you've pissed me off. And you see his eyes like squint <laughs> right. as the picture gets <laughs> right. ripped up. It was very ridiculous. I, I loved anyway. it. I thought it was a great man because like jpv like claws like he snaps the painting in half and then he claws through it basically like climbs yeah. through it <laughs> bruce is just watching he's standing there in his shadows being like well you're done pissed me off son i'm like you didn't piss uh, him off this entire time it would have been, right. been better if he had called him son that would have been great yeah though <laughs> and then backhanded him yeah um <laughs> So taking it back a little bit before I was really excited to start reading this because it starts off with Catwoman number 12. Uh, listeners, you might have heard me mention Catwoman number 12 <laughs> once or twice. Aaron, I'm not sure if you remember, but Catwoman number 12 is the infamous issue that Jake was looking for for many years throughout comic book conventions. Really? It was whenever I'm like digging through my little DC box, being like, I'm looking for stuff for myself. I'm always like, Jake, anything you want me to keep an eye out for? We all do that when we go to the stores. Yeah. And uh, for years, it was Catwoman number 12. Yeah. So, so I, when I got serious that. about collecting <laughs> uh, Night's Fall, Quest, and End, was one of the first... Single, single issues, right? Yeah. It was one of the first yeah. the yes, things yes. that I went out to try to like complete uh, uh, from end hold on end. jake hold on hold on one second that like having read all of these now and and skipping a bunch that's a shit ton of single issues yeah yeah what else was he gonna do he worked at a comic book store and didn't have a life he didn't have no friends i don't think he had a girlfriend at that point if he did he didn't treat her well so i don't know if he was buying her stuff 
<laughs> Anyways, I, uh, I was able to flesh out the bulk of the run pretty quickly, um, but that Catwoman 12 for, it was like a good four years, I could not find that freaking issue, and it was very anticlimactic when I finally did, I'm like, okay, well, now it's done, I'm never going to actually read Catwoman 12, I don't care. <laughs> And then I never, I never again asked you what you wanted me to dig for. <laughs> I'm pretty sure in this read through is the first time I've ever actually read Catwoman 12. So. <laughs> well, the main point, other than just brother nostalgia, the main point I brought that up was because I was reading this with the lens of it being so hard to find. I'm like, oh, mm. well, that kind of makes sense from the standpoint of what happens in it because it's. Yeah. The last episode ended with him putting the costume back on, but this is the first one where he like truly is Batman again, and he uh-huh. jumps off the building that you know he all dramatically couldn't jump off. I don't know if you guys caught that because I felt like the buildup for it was yeah. bigger than the actual moment. It yeah, it was a, it was but a full it was a full page spread, like both pages. Yeah, like, yeah. like I, the leap of faith is what I wrote down. Like he's got to have yeah, go for it. And, it was nice to see him finally do that, and uh, she is back in Gotham, um, wrapped up in trying to... She She's running into the same people that Asriel, JPV, Asbat, whatever you want to call him, is uh, also going after, but for different reasons. She's trying to find some kind of cybernetic inhibitor, inhibulator, or some, some made-up shit. Something that'll make someone that we have never met walk again. That's yes. all I paid attention to. Right. Yes. So yeah. it's from her solo series, I'm assuming. Yeah, I would assume. And uh, she has been for a while now convinced that it's not the same Batman. And so uh, there's some good lines. I wonder what the giveaway was. <laughs> <laughs> She's not an idiot. <laughs> Bruce isn't a horny psychopath. <laughs> well, I love when Bruce does finally show up, and there's a line that Catwoman has, uh, something about how he, he, she knew from the, the 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 tingle she got in her stomach after seeing, you know, that that the real Batman was back, and I'm like, oh, you know, like I forget how forever they they put that romance between the two of them, right? Like it was always yeah, right in there. I wonder if they'll get I don't think it was a day. tingle in her stomach. Maybe, maybe Aaron. Maybe. Mm. And she had some pretty great lines throughout that her whole issue. She did, yeah. She's running through this skyscraper um, trying to escape. Speaking of Catwoman and issue, I have an issue with how there's a scene of her silhouette, yet her butt still gets an outline because this is still the <laughs> series where Catwoman is drawn as a sex kitten. And I wrote down a yeah. more weird female movement that is not humanly possible. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I still have my issues with this solo story. This is no uh, Tom King and see if I find that page that you're talking about, Ben. <laughs> what the? Mm. It's a it's a silhouette. She's in complete blackness. You can't see her boots. You can't see her hands. You can't see anything. It's just her black outline, but the butt is outlined. It has a special little. Special little butt print. Yeah, she's like standing at the top of the stairs looking down. And and like it's enough, (laughs) there's enough of her legs and like the top of her boots that like the silhouette would have been fine to tell us whose derriere that was, right? Like we didn't know. 
<laughs> we didn't need the rest of it. Yeah, that, that's not how light works anyways. So it's, yeah, it's kind of silly. <laughs> Not how light works. That is correct. The light wasn't reflected off from behind her and shoved back on her booty. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, doesn't go around and then back up. Like, yeah, nice. I really enjoyed the last page of this issue. Um, I wrote sweet, and it was with the Bat Crew showing up. This yeah, has got that page had uh, evil Batman. It had nice Batman, Robin, Nightwing, and Catwoman. I was like, oh, this is like. This is a real team up, and we haven't had a lot of these members all together, if ever. No. So that was a cool moment. Yeah, it was a good page. Yeah, I don't I know. Think, I think it was good when ever. they all kind of came in. I think this is the first time that we've seen, uh, like a a bat family work together, right? Like they definitely had it in the the golden age and the silver age. Um, they had. There what was about a, what about that? What's the what's the other age been? The bronze age. The Bronze Age. <laughs> I was waiting for bed. <laughs> I was taking a drink of my beverage. <laughs> I mean, well, no, no, I, I, I get what you're saying, Jake. This was like the first, you know, we definitely haven't had it this season and probably not a lot in season four of our podcast where, I mean, Tim was being sort of trained in that season, but Bruce was still kind of doing his own thing and not really providing as much support. And, um, you know, this is really where, we see him being like, okay, I kind of do need other people. I can't do this shit all on my own. Well, and, and they're then, all kind of want to be like, yeah, dumbass. That's what we've been telling you forever. <laughs> this giant year long saga that's gone through all of the individual Batman titles and then launched a couple already. Um, right. They've all kind of been separate or it's just been, okay, Bruce is doing this in this issue and now he's doing this in another issue under a different mm-hmm. title. And now he's doing you know, it's continuing that thread, but like when Night's Quest was going on, and then into the Night's End, you know, it, Robin and Catwoman and and the Titans, and they're all doing their own separate stuff, and now it's pulling them together for the finale. And I really, I, that was probably the most impactful part of this finale for me was like, okay, we're we're getting everybody back together, and now it feels right. like a giant bat family crossover of the '90s, like. You know, it's not just a story stretched across a bunch of titles. It's right. a bunch of titles being pulled together for one big event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was my sit-up moment for sure. Where it's like, okay, I, I might not hate these. Let's let's get into it. And yeah, then right I, after they all I, came I figured, up, I figured you'd enjoy it. Then once I mean, Tim and Dick were pretty heavily uh, in these issues. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and Catwoman as well. So I mean, there was a lot of other people helping tell, you know, lead the story and, and direct it. <laughs> Not just JPV. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but as soon I, as they all do team up, the very first thing uh, Tim does is he mentions being choked again. So yes. I just had to get that in there real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did not let that go un- unmentioned. <laughs> hey, guys, remember when I was almost choked to death? Hey, hey you remember that? <laughs> well, I want to that... go through it other books and see if he ever just talks about being choked or like rubs his neck funny like how traumatized is he <laughs> i hope like if jpv if jpv ever shows back up and looks at tim he just kind of like you know like gently massages his neck just in a panel <laughs> like, they don't Let say me anything. give you a hug <laughs> he'll do the homer why you little and put both hands around <laughs> right. Right. 
Well, I really liked um, once they were all going together and they're fighting and there's some some of the fighting gets split apart and Nightwing facing off against JPV on his own. Like mm-hmm. Dick's all his lines about his devotion and his belief in Bruce and what oh. Bruce stands mm-hmm. for and the difference between Jean-Paul Valley, what he's doing versus the legacy that is Batman. Like I really, really liked seeing that devotion come out in Grayson because he's been yeah. off with the Titans forever and they did not leave on good terms and he still comes back. He's still Bruce's best friend, his you know, uh-huh. his son. He's still there to have his back through all this. Dick a hundred percent has Bruce Wayne's back, and I'm like, man, talk about loyalty, Bruce. We're you know, you should seen that and that was the same time where they they end up fighting in the casino which I thought was a funny scene uh, it reminded me somewhat of the 66 movie where like the riffraff in the bar refused to leave while he's carrying the bomb <laughs> yeah. and all these yeah. people in there are still like I know my, my slot machine's about to pay out and, and then you got somebody <laughs> yelling that this fighting in the casino would never happen in St. Louis which I thought was funny which, yeah, why St. Louis? So random. I know there's like the Riverboat Casino. Well, but... I'm, I'm going to pull that up. I want to see that issue. Um, well, I, I was looking at the art of the characters that are sitting there playing cards, and it looks yeah. like maybe they were supposed to... I, I might be reading into it too much, but it looked very deliberate the way that they were drawn. Like maybe each one right, of them, like the creators. Yeah, they were putting themselves mm. in, and then mm-hmm. yeah, Denny O'Neill was the editor in chief of the Batman titles at this point in time, and, and so, he's from Doug. and he's from St. Louis. So maybe that was supposed to be that was supposed to yeah, be Denny kind of O'Neill. Yeah. Well, Aaron, you said it reminded you of the 1966 movie. That's really funny because it actually reminded me of the Batman and Robin movie. Um, <laughs> how they would do a similar, a similar funny thing very deliberately. So, Oh really? Crazy parallel. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't recall the funniness in that movie, but that's just me. Um, well, you weren't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> Dear listeners, if you want to hear Ben and Aaron fight for about an hour, <laughs> Go back and listen to the Batman and Robin movie review. While Jake laughs and talks <laughs> about random actors. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, so real quick, so you talked about the Nightwing fight. Um, I d- started this time, so next to my notes, I always write, I just jot down which issue we're on, if it is one of these big yeah. crossover things where it jumps between titles. And on um, this one, I wrote down who wrote which issue. I yeah. really enjoy Detective 60, or 60, Seven seven, which was the second to last one in this run. Yeah. Um, it was Chuck Dixon, and his Nightwing is so good, and his Tim are so good, and I just uh-huh. felt like it was different than the rest of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, while Nightwing's mm-hmm. fighting evil Batman, which is what I named John Peavy, um, <laughs> he's, fight- <laughs> he's fighting. Change into a red suit while yeah. he's fighting. Well, evil yeah, Batman. yeah. I want to talk about. We'll talk about that in a minute. Tim is saving a child from a car and I'm like, you're all doing your own individual things, but you're all working as a team. Like, this is good. You're all dealing with your own, like, I don't know, the, the Tim cutting the seatbelt with oh, his yeah. R yeah. with the car about to blow up. I was like, this is Chuck Dixon writing Robin. Like, this wouldn't right. have happened well, under a different writer right, right now. Taking that moment for Tim to have the line and be like, I have no idea how to work this car seat. Like, I have no idea what I'm doing. So he just <laughs> cuts the whole thing out of the car. Like, that that moment to pause be like, yeah, a 15-year-old kid who doesn't have a little sibling probably has no idea how yeah. a complicated car right. seat works. Right, yeah, so. you may not be. 
Yeah. Well, it, and even for adults, those things are complicated as hell sometimes to get in and out. It was just one of those right, great right. innocent like, moments that that really make yeah. you mm-hmm. remember that this guy's a he's a crusading right. superhero, but he's still a, a kid, right? Like, yeah. right. In that but same issue, when to not take it too seriously. In that same issue, we have John Paul who's like threatening to kill Dick. And then he threatens to kill Robin as he's like stumbling back to the bat cave. <laughs> and then he refers to himself as Azrael. And we talked about, you mentioned Ben, that his suit goes to red. And that's after his explosion or he's like lit on fire by whatever it was. I don't even remember. Something like sets him on fire. And he falls into the Gotham River. And when he comes out, I, I bet, you know, the system probably had him make the Azrael suit. But then he covered it in a blue paint, and so exactly. the red w- may have been the underneath, uh, you know, behind the scenes or the subconscious, um, you know, based on what the system was telling him to do as well. Oh, do you think that? Do you think? Okay, I thought his crazy ass was like, let me get my other suit out of this alleyway. <laughs> I was like, he lost his marble. I did. I was like. Because cause he's been he's been evil and he's been crazy, but he's been teetering on the line of like, could he be good? And this was the storyline where it's like, no, he's a villain. Like he's an Arkham Asylum Looney Tune villain. And uh, I right. felt that I was like, Batman's fighting a supervillain. Yeah. Well, and I, yeah, no, Aaron, I, I eventually came to the same conclusion that you did, but I didn't at first. I'm, I'm like, oh well, they just wanted to now for us all to like flip the mental switch and be like okay he's a bad guy he's in red and he he looks scary uh, right and like well that it it wasn't just like a couple panels where it was like a lighting effect like no it, it full-on uh-huh. changed color i'm like how does that how does that happen and so eventually got to the <laughs> same conclusion that you did like oh well like he probably didn't realize that it was designed to be the Azrael costume and mm-hmm. because he wants to be batman he painted it to look like batman and that was right. shed away, and he, yeah. You know, now we have a bad guy, right? And I, yeah, I like no, that. I, I, I like that when I figured that out finally. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, I thought it was uh, definitely like heat resistant, or you know, whatever. Until it, until it, the flames took it out. And, but then he gets back to the cave and refers to himself as Azrael when he's back there, mm-hmm. and then he, he crawls through a hole in the wall to get back into Wayne Manor. Instead of taking the stairs like a normal person, he just like, <laughs> crawls through this broken hole in the wall, and we have Batman waiting for him there, uh, ready to give him his spankings or his comeuppance or whatever he wanted to give him. So there was a great full in the, circle in the moment manner? of that. Yeah. In the, yeah. So the the last page of Detective Six Sixty Seven is is Bruce Wayne standing there as Batman in Wayne Manor. He's come back to his home and he's you know, we have we have something that we have to work out, you and I. And it's drawn at the exact same angle and tilt and the same yes. page fill yes. as Bane yes. was. Uh, <laughs> the the moment that Bruce goes back into Wayne Manor to check on Alfred and Bane's waiting there yeah. to, to break, oh, to break yeah. him. Now it's Bruce Wayne. Before the big fight. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It was it uh. was a nice full circle thing. And and Batman, Bruce Wayne, he's not there to fight him. He's not there to to go toe to toe. He's there to reason with him. He's there to, to help him and get him. Right. Um, he needs to stop him, but he's not his plan is not to fight necessarily. Right. If he can avoid it, he doesn't he doesn't want to get to that point. 
emotionally, how are y'all feeling through this book? Because I found myself actually like in that moment of him showing up in Wayne Manor. I was rooting for Bruce. And then I was like, oh, wow, I got over hating Bruce Wayne a lot quicker than I thought I would. Um, <laughs> um. I was like, kick his ass, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> We've been without Batman for a long time in you know in this story or continuity or whatever and i think you get he he's he's welcoming back his team he's not apologizing he hasn't really apologized has he um he's not gonna do that (laughs) i mean so you know he hasn't like fully admitted that he's done wrong he said that he's made a few things that he should done differently but He's, he's kind of like, you know, you start rooting for him and, you know, it's, I want to see him come back to where he is. And I think he's, I'm hoping he will be more welcoming for the assistance uh, of the people around him. And I, I agree that like, I, I got back on the Bruce Wayne train pretty quickly. And I think it was all due to the, the pacing of these five issues where the Bat family shows back up. Bruce Wayne admits that JPV is the biggest mistake of his life and that he made it in a moment of weakness. And very dramatic. He he makes a lot of effort to be heroic. And after having witnessed how how little JPV is all of the things that made Batman great, to see him go through the motions that make Batman great was very wait hold on i have a question i have a question for aaron real quick hey aaron am i wrong or wasn't jake saying a few seasons ago that jason todd was batman's biggest mistake? you know ben i was just going to mention that i was going to ask do you feel that do you <laughs> and I feel, feel like that... i said that that wasn't a thing and i feel like jake hmm. thought with me i feel like you agreed with him so i would just like to say that batman just confirmed that three seasons ago i was right <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Jake. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> uh, what do you have to say, Jake? Hello? I think... <laughs> I mean, if we're going to have that I'm same kidding. argument... We don't have to talk about Jason Todd. I'm, <laughs> I'm joking. It's fine. It's fine. Bruce obviously put him out of his, his memory, so... <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I think the last Jason reference we've had... We're going to have more, but I feel like the last Jason reference we had was when he was fighting Bane and broke the case, and he's holding his little mouth. He's like, Jason... Yeah, he, he forgot about him when he was at Santa Prisco for five years of his life. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty true. That's pretty true. Uh, so we he are didn't at... forget about Dr. Kinsolving because she got a mention in this, so that made me happy. It was a very small mention and not about how she was wronged, but it was still a mention. Well, you know, she's, she's having fun with her toys, and that's all that matters. <laughs> well, Just like JPV was. <laughs> where do they get such wonderful toys i think they've done such a great job of it's been a very long road to to developing jean paul valley as a villain and somebody who has degraded into villainy and maybe not on purpose definitely not on purpose and he thinks he's on the right path and that always makes the most interesting villain is when the villain is convincingly um, has an ideal that they're trying to follow and, you know, they stick to it. And having Bruce Wayne show up and having him not be this dark, 
brooding on a gargoyle and in the shadows, but having him step up and, you know, in the nineties being able to say, no, I'm, I'm this, I'm this hero. I'm, I'm proud of who I am. I'm proud of my family and my team that I've built and I'm here to make things right. I'm not here to hurt you. I'm not here to kill you. I'm not here to uh-huh. enact vengeance. I'm here to set the, the pieces back where they belong. And right. that was really humbling to see. And I think that actually made the end of the story work a lot better than it could have if it was written as a man versus man battle kind of thing. Right. So, you know, to get there, we have um, Bruce and JPV talk for a few minutes and then he goes into the cave. JPV makes his way into the cave and Bruce needs to find a way in. There's all these booby traps. And then he gets in and then the narrator of the issue is like, he's looking, Bruce looks around. He's like, there's a few personal items to trophies, memorabilia. He is after all human. And I just started laughing at that part. <laughs> like you're describing Bruce with his like mementos. And it's like, he stops in the cave and looks at the dinosaur and the giant coin. And his size. I'm like, what? Yes, Focus, Aaron, man. I wrote Focus. that down because, because the box that says a few personal items is right above the dinosaur. I'm like, where is the, like, that is hilarious. But I, I withheld my laughter because this issue, Legend 63, was written by my enemy, Denny. So I did not laugh, but I would have if it was done by someone else. So, enemy. <laughs> my enemy, Denny, yes. <laughs> Can I get on my Chandra soapbox real quick? Yes. Chandra's soapbox. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, I need a hero. God damn it. <laughs> I was saying something smart. All right. So it's real short, but it's obviously about my enemy, Denny. And um, in this issue, he Are you going to bid on the... his auction items, Ben? No, I just gotta, I'm okay, not. Fine. I'm not bidding on his auction items. Um, but you can, maybe, if it's still happening when you're listening to this. It probably is not. Um I wrote, why are you hating on Girl Scouts, Denny? Shake my damn head. Because... <laughs> An insult that, what, Bruce uses? Says something about how JPV didn't do something that a Girl Scout could do? I don't know, but he used Girl Scouts as an insult. And I was like, all right, well, (laughs) two steps backwards, two more steps backwards, Dennis. So thank you. And this has been this week's Chandra Soapbox. Women are great. Okay, that's all I have to say. That's that's good. So um, (laughs) I, I don't know if I caught the Girl Scout. I didn't either. I definitely didn't make a note about it. It was it was one it was one line that wouldn't have yeah it was just one line where he was insulting someone by saying a Girl Scout could have done it. Um, Yeah. Well, I'm sure I believe you. Um, So we have at the end here we have Batman who's trying to reason with JPV and he's not making it. So he figures out he's like trying to get JPV to follow him through the tunnel, which is the tunnel that leads to the mind of the well where he fell down as a kid and he's forcing and it's a tunnel that narrows and he can get through in his normal bat suit and JPV has to start shedding the bat suit and Mm -hmm. only leaves his helmet, which is like, remind me of like the Tengu mask or whatever, you know, kind of a tie to just wearing this mask is all you have left of that persona. Yeah. Cause when was the last time we saw JPV without the costume on? I mean, it's been, uh, months, months months of issues right 
Yeah, totally. I mean, he sleeps in it. He doesn't take it off. Um, that undershirt is probably gross. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm sure he he doesn't have Harold to do his laundry or anything. So I don't know or if Alfred, Alfred is or Alfred. Yeah, he's yeah. And he doesn't have so, any lady friends. He's trying to impress, and they all keep turning him down because he's a huge creepo. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so he he gets him into this tunnel and. Uh, JPV shreds most of his suit except for the helmet and then he gets him to like stand in front of him and he talks to him and then he literally makes him see the light and reveals <laughs> the sunlight that blinds JPV and, and... he sounded annoyed <laughs> oh I thought that part I, I, I gotta tell I you I it. was so let down I thought it was stupid uh, oh I loved it oh, I, I loved that he beat him with his, was so him with his intelligence and his heart and not his fists which is what the whole book has been is that he's been trying to like He's got to be the best Batman, and in order to be the best Batman, you have to be well-rounded. It, it did seem slightly anticlimactic, but we had a fight for like four issues before that. So I, no, I and I'm not, I'm not saying he needed to <laughs> battle him to the pulp or beat him, but uh-huh. he like makes him see the light, and JPV collapses, and he's like, and then Bruce is like, because he uh, has his night I won't, vision goggles I won't, on, <laughs> right? And, too bright, too bright, bright light. <laughs> <laughs> and Bruce is like, I'm not going to take him to the police. Let him go and forgives him. And I mean, he, he did kill two out. people, right? Like he pulled. Yeah, he let. Yeah, he let him. He killed two people. He just lets him walk away, and then he must retire to his destiny. But today he walks in the sun. Uh the last like. Do you think four he pages, let him go because like, he? Do you think he let him go because he knows all of his secrets and stuff? Do you think Bruce was trying to like self-preserve, or do you think he oh, was just being a lazy of, bitch? Uh, or... I hadn't thought of the self-preservation. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Uh, because he can't turn him into a child and can't give him an <laughs> island. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was very funny. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, well, I hadn't thought about the self-preservation piece. Let me think about that. I'll have to think about that piece. But I, 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 kind I agree, of... Aaron, that it was a little... I didn't like that he let him go, and the see the light metaphor was very obvious and heavy-handed, but I, I liked that he beat him with his brain and no, I, I like that he used the tunnel that first led him to be find the cave. Like he reclaimed being Batman and he reclaimed the actual right. Wayne property. No, I had I no problem with the Yeah, I had no problem with the tunnel. I had no problem with him not with him using his brain to fight him, which is what Batman should be doing as opposed to right. the fist. I think it was the light piece and letting him go that I was like, eh, okay, you know. That's yeah, a little, that's little fair. It was a, it was a but, little cheesy. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. And we had Gordon and some of the police in here, here, and they were totally useless as normal. So they don't <laughs> need to be talked about. Well, before <laughs> I, I'd like to comment a little bit on the the, the climax before we talk yeah, yeah, about yeah, something yeah. else. No one said you couldn't, Jake. <laughs> Aaron's just jumping back to the middle of the story now. So. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, I I I agree with Aaron. That it, it felt anticlimactic. Um, it felt uh, like there was something. You know, we we spent how many hundreds of pages to get to this point, and then it's all wrapped up. He's like, "Ah, yeah, just go ahead. See you later. <laughs> I'm gonna go walk. Yeah, back. I'm gonna go home." And it's that's like, what Denny does. 
Yeah. Uh, right, better Denny. Um, so. He's dead. <laughs> but I, I knew it was coming. Like I've, I've read the end of the story a couple times, and so like I knew exactly how JPV was beaten and what happened after that. And I enjoyed it much more this time, having all of the p- things in place, and then reading all five of these issues, building up to that moment. It really like. You do have the big battle on the bridge with the whole Bat family versus uh, yeah. Asriel. And then you have a one-on-one right. with Dick Grayson versus him. And that, that issue is yeah. really good. And then Batman and Asriel have already gone toe-to-toe. And Batman knows that like physically this guy has made himself into a weapon. And Batman's whole suit. mission is to remove weapons from being right. able to harm mm-hmm. people, right? Like that's what right. he wants to do. The canal, the cave, you know, the birth canal into Batman and all that kind of metaphor and everything that it ended up being is fine. Mm-hmm. It is very heavy-handed, but I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a good way to make us like Bruce Wayne again. And I don't think that you can fault him for his actions in these issues where for years before and during the story Bruce Wayne has not been likable and I I think he won back readers really well in these moments. Do you think his opinion on rock and roll has changed or do you no, he still hates it? Absolutely not. Like he probably hates it oh. more now. <laughs> probably. All right. Well, well I, I heard I give that it rock and roll is all that plays on Santa Prisca so he might have gotten to it. Oh. Aaron, you did mention <laughs> the cops, and that was the one thing that I would have gone back before we do our reviews to say that there is a scene in here where Gordon is asking for permission from the mayor to go after mm-hmm. Bat- to go after Batman, and it's it's the Azrael Batman that he's he's right. to hunt down. But Gordon has changed his tune on everything that he believes about Batman, right? And we don't see mm-hmm. him change back. So whether or not he knew that there was, a, you know, he, he believed that there was a different man in the suit at this point or something that right. had happened to his friend. But Gordon's feelings towards Batman are not good right now. And that's going no. to have some aftermath repercussions, I think. So Aftermath, huh? Any other thoughts on the, any other thoughts on the book? Uh, no. But let me ask you something. What do you think? Of this. Say it's alright. That was it's terrible. Right. Horrendous. I'm offended. I'm it's appalled. Right. That was awesome. Right. Yes. Yes. No! Yeah, I'll go. I thought it was better than a lot of the other stuff we've read leading up to it. I thought Nightfall was super good. Obviously, Night's Quest is a hot sting mess. Um, I enjoyed this. I read these pretty pretty quick i was excited to pick them up and um yeah the the bat family is going to be around for a while and i enjoyed the team up so even though denny was involved i would recommend this book (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah no i i think it was a great end cap to the nightfall story uh again like the middle section night's quest is kind of the um the ugly child of this trio and kind of like the the Batman and Robin movie. Gotcha. Yeah. He's the JPV. No, Aaron, kind of like JPV. But I, I'm going to watch Batman and Robin. Fuck you, Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) You're stupid. 
Uh, part one and part two that we've covered. I mean, it's ten issues. They flow really well. They cover everybody's stories. They tie things up pretty nicely and cleanly for a, a nice climax. And it, it does make you, at least I think the three of us, all had kind of a change of heart about Bruce Wayne and Batman. And we're excited again yeah, for... for yeah, we're excited for the real Batman to be back. And I think it did what it intended to do. So, Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed the five issues. I think uh, this the night's end has been obviously much better than uh, the night's quest. Um, I think, you know, like you guys were saying, I agree with a lot of it. I think having the uh, Bat family back is, is great. I think we actually see a change in Bruce. Maybe he will do things a little differently, which would hopefully develop his character and some of his supporting cast a little bit more. I thought the last three pages of this were kind of dumb. Uh, I wish they had, you know, gone about maybe, I don't know, changing a little bit. I don't know what I would have wanted, but I think seeing the light with this giant, like I had like chorus of angels singing in my head (laughs) as the light shines down. And I'm like, this is so bad. And uh, you weren't singing. I saw the light. Then I opened up. (laughs) I think I saw the sign, but I think uh, that's all right. Um, It is saw the sign. That's fine. It but no, I, I did. I did. Re- yeah, I did really enjoy these issues overall. So yeah, definitely read them if you've been reading along with us. Excellent. Uh, if so, you are, uh, what's next? Yeah, if you are reading along with us, um, we are going to uh, wrap up the season with the official aftermath of the Knights Fall, Knights Quest, Knights End Saga. It's three issues. It's Robin number nine. Catwoman number 13 and Showcase 94 number 10. And that's going to drive that nail into the coffin of this saga (laughs) and put it to rest. (laughs) How many nails does it take to bury the (laughs) book? Or it's just going to open up a whole bunch of crap for future stories and later seasons for us. We'll see what happens. Woohoo! Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, All right, Aaron, what did we learn? It's that time again. To do another one of our cute little skits? No, it's time to learn the day's lesson. And to find out what it is, we turn to the Wheel of Batman. Wheel of Batman. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. Well, this is this is a long one, and Jake, I sort of apologize. Uh, what else was he going to do? He worked at a comic shop and didn't have a wife. I don't even think he had a girlfriend. <laughs> 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 I say funny stuff. All right. Well, for the Brotherhood of Batman, I am Ben, your sunshine in the coffin, and um, I say funny stuff. So there you go. Uh, I'm Jake. I'm the middle brother. Uh, if I didn't work at that comic book shop, Ben wouldn't have half of his collection. So, bleh. <laughs> thank you, I'm Jake. Aaron. <laughs> I'm Aaron. I'm the oldest out of us. I'll clean this up. Thanks for tuning in, and if you get a chance, send us a like on one of our socials, and we appreciate the listens. Bye! Oats of bitters cleanse the city.